0: Did you cry, James? I did not. I I think I lack that part of emotion in my brain. Second question Have you ever (laughs) cried in your life? I'm not sure. I don't don't think that I'm capable of doing such things. I I didn't cry. Too much of a man. (laughs) ducts (laughs) removed.
1: Hello, fellow fumblers, and welcome to another episode of the Film Fumbler Show, the show where four friends fumble through your favorite films. Today, we are reviewing Brokeback Mountain, a movie released in 2005 and directed by Ang Lee. But without further ado, my name is Adrian. I'm Taryn. Is it a lot?
0: Howdy. It's James. Special guest. It's because we didn't know which way to go. Because, no, 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 you put, no, we had it.
1: We had it. I think, Adrian, you spoiled it, dude. I saw, no, it was going to be James (laughs) and then special guest Alonso. Thank you for joining us.
0: Yeah,
1: he's been on the show before. You guys know him. Yeah,
0: he's a seasoned veteran around
1: here. All right, let's let's jump right into this one. Cheers to Happy Pride Month.
2: Yeah, for Cheers, sure. guys. Cheers. With my new favorite shot glass from Washington. Mm-hmm. Stupidest Ooh. ass Bigfoot I've ever
3: seen.
1: Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Good whiskey.
4: All right. Yeah, not a sponsor. I'm rocking the uh, Hayes
1: Parker Reserve. A little Never bourbon whiskey. Good. Nice. Very good. Damn. All right, so um, let's jump right into Brokeback Mountain. This movie, I it's it, I don't know. Like, this movie came out when many of us were, what well, were we, like, in middle school, middle school I think? It was, yeah, I was, like, 12 years old, so I don't know. Like, going into this movie, I think when it came out at that age, there was just, like, this this weird stigma of, like, oh, it's the gay cowboy movie, you know, and never watching it. I didn't really know anything about it. So when we approached it for Pride, I was like, oh, is this going to be weird? You know, and but after watching the movie, I was like, no, like this movie is I, I'm sad that I did that I didn't watch it until or maybe I'm happy I didn't watch it until I was adult because I was like, no, there's there's so much here. And I don't know. It's, it's definitely not like that gay cowboy movie for sure, especially yeah. after like, yeah. you know, experiencing it. So I'm, I'm genuinely really happy that we're talking about this movie
2: Dude, I, we're doing this, like, I was so. in the same exact boat, dude. Like that's all I've ever heard. It's the gay cowboy movie. Like even like right. people like, oh you're doing that movie? Just watch fucking gay porn instead or some shit. I'm like Oh wow.
0: All these people have uh, never seen it. Uh, Obviously uh, have never yeah.
2: seen it. It's like, come on,
0: man. No doubt. Uh no. So Alonzo, I have a question for you. Did you see it in theaters? I did see it in theaters. Oh wow. Back in the so I heard that the trailer was very the original trailer apparently they put out another trailer it uh hid all the implications of any kind of love between men did did do you know anything I, about I don't,
4: that i don't remember the trailer, but i definitely knew i mean <laughs> i knew the premise yeah um like going into it um so it wasn't it wasn't like a, a total shock and i i would say mm. even this I think that um when I I remember watching it and thinking like it's like all the sort of talk and hype about it and I remember watching and thinking like you know there's really only kind of one sex scene Mm -hmm. and I felt like I don't know from the talk of it it, I felt like there would it would be a lot more yeah (laughs) Um, yeah it would be a lot more sort of explicit and it wasn't so that was kind of actually surprising um interesting you know but but yeah but I mean um, you know, it's like not too many movies that uh I watch where I like cry. Like, I'm not one of those. Oh. I mean, I know, I know, like, I know, um, I know, for example, I know Jay, um, <laughs> prize for uh, every prize, prize for, prize for every movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that guy. Um, uh, but I, I mean, I think the ending for me, I man, yeah. I was just like, I, I could not hold back tears, like, it was so intense. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I thought it was at the time. I thought it was a fantastic. I mean, I thought it was a fantastic movie. I like. I I I, I really love the soundtrack, the cinematography, and everything. Mm. Like it's been it's been interesting to rewatch it after all these
0: years and, yeah. and a little bit more mm-hmm. perspective. So we got one crier, Adrian. <laughs> Why do you got to me? I am just you asking, know Did you cry or not? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
3: um,
1: I you did. I actually didn't, but uh-huh. there was, you know, there was that, like, tenseness in your throat when you're kind of holding it back a little bit. Choking and, uh, up. Yeah, yeah. you're choking up a little bit. But, no, I I didn't I didn't actually cry. I don't know what – I'm trying to think of, like, what movies make me cry. And the one that comes to mind right away is um, The Florida Project. That movie makes me cry. Oh, really wow, now. yeah. I yeah, was. I think about the movie a lot. But this one, I don't know. I mean, like, there was – it was so intense because like there are a lot of love stories where one of the partners dies and like you know, it's very sad. But this one just had that it had that added element where it was like this this like forbidden love, this love that they couldn't they couldn't fully express only to themselves and like to have to hide that for so many years and to live this second life, like I don't know. It it was it, it was really heartbreaking. Like I was very close to crying, so I mean, I, I get, I get dude, You I cried,
2: Taryn. I, I fucking Taren. cried, dude, like, so bad. I was like, I did not expect it to get me this bad. Like, throughout the whole movie, it's like, it's building and building. But the end, dude, the last, like, ten minutes or so, mm-hmm. I was just right. fucking teary-eyed, choked up. I was like, Jesus,
0: it would not yeah. stop,
2: dude. I was like, oh, yeah, love it.
0: Yeah. The, did you cry, James? I did not. I, I, I think I lack that. Part of emotion in my brain. Just... Second question: Have you ever cried
1: <laughs> in your life? Uh, I'm not no, sure.
0: never. I don't, I don't think that I'm capable of doing such yeah. things. I, I didn't cry. I'm this too time. much of a man. Tear <laughs> <chair> removed. <laughs> <laughs> of toxic masculinity, dude. No, nah, I, I, I didn't cry this time. Uh, yeah, yeah. But but I mean, line. I mean, you know, but okay, uh, yeah. So, so I think the moment where I was like, "It's, uh, it's, it's starting to get, it's starting to get intense, it's starting to get, the feels are here." Uh, I, I guess we're gonna jump ahead. Is is oh, when, jump said, right, yeah. when when he when he said, uh, "I don't know how to quit you," mm-hmm. and, and then I was like, "Holy shit, that's such a fucking good line!" And then the camera cuts to Heath Ledger's fucking dumbass face. <laughs> And me and Jacqueline both started laughing. It oh, literally
2: no.
0: it, His face was he was just like, like
2: it, was too dude, much. You, it was it dude, was too
0: that's... much for me and it, it it made it made us laugh. Dude, I'm sorry. That's so and, I, and, that, and that's yeah. what's so weird is that is that I was like I, I think I'm going to be a, a, at an odds where I feel like the acting wasn't as good as I as as everybody thought. As everybody said, it was it, mm. it. I don't know. I just laughed and I was like, "Holy shit!" This ruined the most uh, like intense per, part for me, and like dude, I just uh, I had to funny. laugh.
2: It's funny because you were telling me that last night. You're like, "Dude, there's that." You were telling me that story basically. Yeah, and I was fucking and looking you for cried. it. No, it wasn't. That's. Cool. <laughs> but I was yes, looking the, for here, that here. face the whole time, and I never saw it. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. He was just. Yeah. Like, He's like, like the lips,
0: like were so tight. He was just like. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because it's like, um, we started laughing, and it yeah. was like, we fucked in the head that we're laughing at such a intense part of the movie, like, it was probably, like, the pivotal scene. I like his face and... the
2: same the whole movie. I don't know. I didn't see it.
4: That face is the face you would make if you ever cried.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, because I don't know how to express my emotions just like Ennis, right? Like yeah. like he's 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 so afraid to even have an ounce of of emotion and mm. that's why he's that's maybe that's why his face was so fucked up. That's why I wouldn't know how, how to do it. So maybe it's accurate, but like I was just like <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god." I was like, "There this is it, it took me out." I was like, Damn. "I was ready. I was, I was ready funny. for it. I was I, I was willing for, willing for it, but
1: yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree like so reading up on this on this film a bit. I just like you There's so much about like the acting performances, especially like Heath Ledger and I don't know I mean, I'm kind of in between I think that like a lot of it was was really really good but there was just those constant facial expressions that looked like he had just eaten something really sour or something. It was just, <laughs> just that, I don't know.
4: He's got a weird style though. I mean, think about all the other movies he's in that he's been sort of well-known. Well, I mean, like, the the you know, him playing the Joker with all the makeup is kind of hard mm-hmm. to see, but it's yeah. kind of a bizarre performance, Do you know? I mean, it works because it's the Joker, but I think, I don't know. It was, yeah. it was kind of really out there. And I mean... I don't know i i don't know if you've seen a bunch of his other movies but i haven't really he he's like he's like one of those actors that i think like he's like kind of like brando where like he just knows how to go to this kind of very real place mm. but mm. it's very masculine you know yeah. it's like <laughs> um and and so it's not like you know he'll go like to it's like an extreme place but then he'll kind of settle back to like a sort of Middle of the road, not making too many facial expressions, sort of place. Like I, I think in comparison with him and Brando is like, um, is it's on point.
0: If I'm, I did. I totally forgot he was even fucking Australian. I didn't know that. Kind until of I like saw mind blowing. I was like, am oh. like, oh, he might. <laughs> I need to hear his voice,
2: dude. For being yeah, but, Australian and then doing that voice, and I don't know. I just I think it's very impressive I liked it yeah a lot. yeah oh yeah no, no. I, I, think, I think all the
4: performances um I think Michelle Williams is really really good in this movie mm-hmm. yeah yeah
2: um dude I yeah Keith I think Ledger? Randy I Qua- Randy
4: know. Quaid in
2: this movie I, I mean I don't know if you guys that kind of took it. me out I was like I oh, don't this is the guy really? from fucking vacation this is weird
4: from Christmas vacation yeah he's cousin Brother. whatever the cousin he's. Eddie
2: <laughs> cousin oh
4: Eddie.
1: wow Oh my god, I didn't he even realize he that. In this movie? So he was was he the in ranch,
4: movie, he was the ranch boss. He was the guy that owned boss the guy. ranch. Oh. property.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't catch that. Oh, oh I recognized yeah. it right away, and I was like,
0: I don't like Me this. I don't Me like like I this forgot girl. he
2: was in the movie. I mm. forgot oh, wow. he was in the
0: movie. In the Fumblerverse now. He's, Yo, he's yeah. In. Randy <laughs> <class>. <laughs>
1: Interesting. Yeah. To go back to Heath Ledger's performance, I think that like reading through Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger's kind of take on the characters and, and their sexuality is like, neither of them really said like, Oh yeah, these two, these two men are like actually gay. I think it was like, they both kind of said that like, these are two straight men who kind of just fell in love with each other. And and Heath Ledger said something, you know, real nice about like, these are just two souls that fell in love rather than like, you know, them being actually gay or not. and, So there's a lot that's kind of left for interpretation there where, I don't know, it's like, at what point is just like them hiding who they really are, like, are they really, really gay? Or, and that's, I don't know, that's what's kind of different is because I think like, for me, I think uh, Jack's character, or Jack is like leaning definitely a little bit more towards like him actually being gay rather than Heath feels like he's just in love with Jack or, or rather yeah. Ennis is just in love with Jack. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
4: you he know, says so. it's like a one-time. You know, this is a one-time thing. I'm not queer. You know, kind of in the. Uh, they both the, say that. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 And, Neither am I.
4: <laughs> but, yeah. and, but I mean, okay. So let me. I think maybe it'd be helpful to take us back in time. Yeah, let's go back. Uh, so, that <laughs> back in when your I days. Was, back when I was can't... I was around and you guys weren't. No. <laughs> but I mean, just like think about it like this. Like I feel like you know the sort of sexual identity was like a far more defined thing and like a polar thing like back then so like like you're either gay or you're straight right mm-hmm. and that's it right and then right. there was no room in the middle and like i remember growing up like the idea of like a bisexual was like nah you're really gay
1: yeah there right? wasn't a spectrum as there is right,
4: you know. right right and so so i think that to make this movie kind of palatable to a mainstream audience, which I think was the whole point of this movie, was to try and get a mainstream audience, right? They had to sort of play around with that stuff in a way that they probably didn't really have the language for that back then, especially in the mainstream, Mm. like they do now, right? So Mm. like, so yeah, like, I mean, I think probably now we would consider them bisexual or, you know, somewhere in Mm -hmm. the spectrum like that. And but back then they had to be gay because they were doing you know like they were having a gay relationship right right and that
2: was it you know like they're gay right yeah yeah that's what's so so interesting is like it feels like everyone even just like the production like the actors the director all these the writer and stuff like they all have different takes on that part of it and like ultimately like the moral i guess is like that it doesn't fucking matter and like whoever whatever right. you think it's it is it's like that's how you interpret it right like it doesn't really matter one way or the other it doesn't mean, need to be an answer you know i thought that was really they did that really well no yeah
1: and and like i think that's that's with any good movie is like so much is kind of up for interpretation it's just like how, how like the fact that you're you're feeling about it and you're thinking about it and you're trying to make heads or tails of it like and people can have different opinions on it is like I think is is a good film, and, like, it just brings a lot of great conversation to the table.
2: Yeah. I don't know, yeah, this movie I mean, did
4: that well. I mean, when I saw it, um, yeah, like, okay, I'm, I'm probably not <laughs> the, the normal audience in that. Like, I've seen a lot, like, before that, I've seen a lot of European movies, and in Europe, they were a lot more comfortable with showing like, gay sex acts, or gay relationships, or anything like that. And it wasn't, it wasn't like anything like special or whatever, uh, you know, American Americans are a lot more conservative about that stuff. So Mm -hmm. I remember watching it at the, at that time, yes, there was all this stuff. It's the gay cowboy movie, which by the way, I mean, I don't know if this is a hot take, but basically every, like every Western is kind of a gay cowboy movie in my opinion, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) honestly. I mean, if you well, really think about the plots of those things, <laughs> um, but anyway, um, like it was, yeah, it was the gay cowboy movie uh, and there were all these like sort of jokes about broke back this and whatever. Yeah. But I think it was, a, it was one of the first movies, American movies to make, allow like straight people like truly empathize, right? Mm-hmm. With people that were having a gay relationship. Yeah. And and I can only speak for myself that, like, you know, like, it's definitely, it, it it gives you a different perspective. At the time, it gave me a different perspective, or it helped me get a different perspective. Like, yeah. I don't think there's anything that replaces, like, empathy, right? Mm. <laughs> like, you could read about something and, in theory, believe something. But then, like, when you go through some sort of emotional experience where you gain empathy, I think it's a, it, it changes everything, right? And so, and and I think that was the point of the movie. I really do, like because if you think about it the director's straight the, the actors are straight that yeah. writers are straight I think the original writer the short story is straight
1: and it's it, a full novel I think I believe it's a full yeah is it short story yeah short story oh okay. I can't,
4: I I can't remember but um one of the writers just a little tangent one of the writers of the movie is a guy named Larry McMurtry who did Lonesome Dove and um, I don't know if you guys ever watched that. It as like a kind of Western miniseries back in the day. And then also did The Last Picture Show, which is like one of the best American movies probably ever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I think like this movie was meant for a straight audience and it was meant to engender empathy. And I think, damn it, it, it just knocked it out of the park when it comes to that. Um, because, mm-hmm. you know, again, as you know, as a straight guy at, at that time, like, you weren't really seeing that kind of stuff, yeah, in yeah. mainstream media. It just didn't
2: really exist. Yeah, I think it definitely did open that door. Yeah, to... that's what that was one of the things. Like going back to like when we we were gonna uh, talking about doing this movie, I was like, "Fuck, is that like like stereotypical gay movie or whatever?" But like, dude, this movie did like mm. so much for like just LGBTQ like in general. Like it fucking was like a launching point for Hollywood to like actually <clears throat> be okay with this stuff. It's like a yeah. like super important fucking movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, kind of sadly because it, well, I mean, it's great that it did so well, but it was just like Hollywood's like, wait a minute, there's money in that too? Because yeah. this movie's budget <laughs> was so low, like so freaking low. <laughs> the budget for this, it, I mean, it was $14 million and it made $178 million in the box office. I mean, it made back its budget in the first week of pre-screening. Damn. Like, okay. oh, well. yeah like it, it just it did so so well but mm-hmm. i mean i mean yeah it, it is it is uh a movie for like the straight audience i, I would kind of agree with that alone so that like I mean, four,
4: yeah four, 14 million i mean but think about it like who they had to pay what the director the actors yeah the name? cg like, no obviously it's a low budget yeah <laughs>
1: the, the sheep yeah.
4: um the CG's <laughs> <love> like <laughs> why the state of wyoming i guess
1: they filmed in canada but it it looked uh, looked a lot like them yeah
4: damn Mm -hmm. let me just say one of the most beautifully shot movies i've seen in quite a while um and it really makes you understand the value of like shooting on film and good cinematography and wide angles
0: i mean i don't know it
4: looked it looked beautiful i mean colors were beautiful
0: yeah, you know, <laughs> the wide angle into like the very intense uh, close-ups into Heath Ledger's face into <laughs> the close-up.
4: Into... <laughs> you actually do it pretty well. You know, maybe you should practice.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. yeah so no, I, but... I mean,
0: I'll oh, go ahead. No, you, you you take it. Um, like kind of going on what Alonzo was saying, just like giving giving straight people empathy i i i i jokingly asked you to bring your brother on the show oh yeah my brother yeah uh, yeah, who is like yeah my brother yeah yeah Yeah. and um i was just like i don't know any gay people and and like i i i the the more i kept digging into this movie the more i just like want to know the gay perspective on this like we're we're four straight white males here and i i just i just wanna i i just wanna dive into somebody's head you know or into one of their heads and 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 kind of just get like what did they feel about it was was it was it an accurate representation you know this is this is written by straight people how right it 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 could be very far-fetched or just i don't know could just not be accurate i was kind of uh, yeah, I was kind of just wondering about just yeah. just just different stuff like just I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I, read, like, I wanted to I read, pick somebody's
1: brain. I read, brain I read some articles like from from people who were gay like and they I don't know, like some of the ones that I read they seemed pretty much approving of this. I think one thing that I did see was that how we were talking about earlier how like the lines are a little bit blurred on whether or not like on where their sexuality is. Uh, one yeah. one that i saw was just like these these guys are gay like it was just like the, hollywood mm-hmm. kind of pitched that into the, like having these blurred lines to kind of make it a little bit more palatable mm. for the straight community but mm. but i mean again it, i think it is still up for interpretation I,
4: so so yeah. I, I did i did a, l- a little bit you know i didn't quite fumble it i did a little bit of research coming ahead mm. of this so one of the things i think that um, gay folk objected to at the time was, was just the lack of representation by queer people right mm-hmm. like oh. you know again like just in terms of the you know the people that made the movies the people that are in the movie etc mm-hmm. um i think another thing was um and i think it's, it's just interesting to think about now in 2021 but there were some sort of objections to these sort of tropes in the story that are common in stories about gay people like for example like just the the violent sort of death at the end and um you know the kind of the violence sort of sprinkled through the movie and like the way that um you know this kind of like forbidden love sort of trope that's like pretty again pretty common like there were other movies that came out around that time um what's the movie with hillary swank um uh oh, man, I can't remember the name of it off the top, but uh Boys Don't Cry. I think it had some similar themes, right? And so like I think that was like the just the objection of like like hey, you know, like it's the same kind of stuff and and mm-hmm. also that it was really kind of made for a straight audience, right? Yeah I, I think yeah. all those things.
2: Um I'd... but go ahead, go ahead. I don't know, it's just it feels like it's obviously way too late. 2005 is not that long ago, but like it had to kind of start somewhere. I feel like even if it was kind of tropey and like, yeah, Mm -hmm. getting like straight actors and stuff. Like, I don't know if it was made today, then I could see those a lot easier. You know, those critiques (laughs) of it. But Like back then it's like, I don't know. You had to do something, right? Like, yeah. It's 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 our first go at at this. Yeah. 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 And, and and it's, and the actors took it seriously. Like they weren't, you know what I mean? Like reading about their, their, uh, Preparation and stuff is like they were fucking in it, dude. They yeah, they really did. Like Heath Ledger specifically. Characters.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Heath Ledger specifically. Like he had a little bit of, uh, I don't know what you would call it. Maybe like fear of going into the role, not because because it was playing a gay character, but he he didn't feel like he was mature enough to fit that role properly in his yeah. acting career. Which is like Wait, he was twenty when this? He filmed it twenty seven, something like died, that. He, he, died he really was, was
4: young man. He, yeah, young. Yeah. Yeah, so
3: he um, 26 yeah. I mean, fun, and yeah. and also,
4: this movie is the story is about two guys in Wyoming, you know, like in the '60s. At least yeah. it starts out in the '60s. Yeah, these things were not out in the open, mm-hmm. um, at all. I mean, you know, and and even remember the the part where, Ennis is telling Jack about how his dad made him see the this the corpse of a man yeah. who was sort of discovered and right and you know murdered like yeah. you know so i mean i think it's at least true to the idea that like anyone trying to do these things back then would have been in terrible danger you know right like, they were I mean, risking
1: their lives literally like to to express who they really were you know and,
4: and at and, the end at the end of the movie right uh you know we could probably i don't know if we want to skip to talking about what may have actually happened to jack mm-hmm. um but it's certainly strongly hinted at that you know he was murdered um, Yeah,
1: much he in was, the same yeah,
4: way sure. that you know much in the same way that uh, uh that the person that ennis was talking about you know as a kid
1: yeah so and i i don't know i think that's like i think that's why we have pride today is like i've heard from i've heard from like like comments from people from younger people like in their very early 20s that are gay today that are just like well I don't, want, I don't understand why we have pride like you know like and they're gay and it's just like you like you should be so thankful that you don't have to worry about being able to express who you are like because back then in you know the 60s 70s 80s like people were literally killed for it and not that it not that it never happens today right but yeah we're in such a different climate that like i don't know i i fully understand why we have pride because it's it's for these these people to be able to like openly express who they are and and be proud of who they are and they just they didn't have that back then right. so yeah. you know these people be- we have pride today's because like people like you today who are, who are early 20s and gay you're living a lot easier of a life than they were not to say yeah. that there's not struggles for sure and this is coming from a straight white passing man but yeah. but you know it's it's true like yeah.
4: well you know Adrian I think another thing that this movie does a really great job of is it shows you what like the kind of the waves and rings of like sadness of like keeping the secret and how mm-hmm. it affects yeah. everyone in their lives yeah. right right like yeah. it's not just them it's you know it's Ennis's wife who mm-hmm. just doesn't is feels betrayed right? right yeah um and and it like the this like having to sort of keep it this secret thing and not being able to be, you know, out with it, um, it destroys not just their lives, but other people's lives. You know, he there's times I think where Ennis is like sad that he doesn't, you know, especially after they get divorced, he you know, he can't spend much time with his daughters. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so it's like they got divorced as a result of Ennis having this, thing at least indirectly mm-hmm. and then that affects his relationship with his daughters right so mm-hmm. it's like yeah that's what this and, that, and and i think adrian i think you make a really fantastic point uh about about pride and the idea of being able to be out and um live your life um you know without fear or at least with less fear is that the the truth of the you know the keeping a secret and keeping it like you know, occulted from everyone, it has real consequences on everyone, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not just them. It has real consequences. I mean, you've, yeah. I've seen, I remember growing up where I knew gay kids that were kicked out of their families. Yeah. Right? So, like, what? what is, like, the, what is, like, so it's like you destroy a kid's life, but then you destroy that family.
1: Yeah. Right? Right.
4: For, and for what? So, so, I know, I, I think it's a fantastic point. It's really, yeah. It's, and and, I and I not, it's not really to say that, John,
1: not to say that 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 doesn't still happen you know there are still like a lot of those families that exist that that are very set in their ways and like what their values are and that don't accept their children for being gay like that that does still happen I think but today I think it's just like it it definitely has to be to a very lesser degree than than what it was then you know and it's it's not you know it's not like we're done like yay we cured we we like we cured gay pro- like we cured being gay or we cured like racism you know like anything any one of those things it's, it's it's this it's this progress that we have to like keep going forward from here right there's still work to be done but yeah um we've we've come a long way i guess is what i mean i mean oh, you
4: yeah. know li- li- i mean like think about what you know what has happened from 1963 to now in terms of you know for example you know gay marriage things like that where where people can actually have real lives Right, mm-hmm. um, yeah. real lives as, as like, you know, a couple and and build a life with someone else, without, you know, all the secrecy. I mean, that's those are real things. Those are real things, yeah. you know. And, um, and so, so yeah, yeah. You know, again, like I think this movie, like it shows it shows all the consequences. It's, it's like profoundly a sad movie about like regret, which how. Yeah. Kind of, again, how do you pull, like, that's really hard to pull off. I mean, there's so many movies, I mean, again, I wasn't taken out of it by um, Keith Ledger. Oh, Heath like, like, <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> I, I, honestly, James, it's so funny you said it because, like, I don't, I remember watching the movie, and I was, like, in. I was just, like, yeah, so in. in. Uh, and, like, yeah. but, but you know, like, at the end, I just came away, and again, this is, you know,
3: like, yeah,
4: you know, straight guy, like, at the end, I came away with that was a sad movie about like regret and yeah and that then that's the way it connected with me at the you know at the end Uh of the day and And, to pull that off damn how do you do
0: that so hard maybe and maybe it's just me like i'm i'm so impatient sometimes with people and Mm -hmm. and i get i get easily annoyed when somebody can't make up their mind and it was an entire movie of them yeah. <laughs> not being able to make up their mind and so I was just like so frustrated and everyone and and like I don't know I was just trying to read more about it and it's like well mm-hmm. it's because it was 1963 like yeah. and I was like okay okay I guess <laughs> and I was like but can't they just like do it on the side like can't they like I don't know like it well, was they just,
1: do I mean yeah, yeah I, I know. They do. They, couple they high altitude so fucks
0: yeah right. and like it, and and I'm just like I'm like ennis just figure it out and like and he doesn't wanna he doesn't want to even like try to like really actively pursue anything hes he's never the one that goes and visits jack ever it's just it's it's like this one yeah, it's so one well-sided. one track road and 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 it's just so frustrating for me to watch and i think that's maybe why it like took me out a little bit just because yeah. i don't know my personality yeah. but, is, but like it's like, I was like ah, these guys are fucking stupid but i feel like they, know, like
2: they set up why he couldn't pretty well like
0: that i never exactly. thought i mean yeah he has he has a kid but but it almost felt like jack didn't give a fuck about his shit he was like willing to just like let that go but he, ennis he's... was way more
4: well okay so how did they how did they how did they they grow up to his family right like how did they grow up right like you know like ennis's parents died at a young age he was raised by like i think he had probably lower expectations for life yeah he Mm -hmm. grew up like way worse off right
1: yeah yeah
4: than jack it seems like yeah um and like i don't think he i think he just kind of thought well you know i'm just gonna do what i can and that's probably good enough you know because yeah and and like where whereas jack like i don't think he grew up he he, i mean when you see his parents house at the end you're like well fuck he didn't grow up yeah (laughs) he didn't didn't grow up up either uh but but at least he gets to like you know he he marries the girl and marries into the kind of rich family and I think he starts, like, dreaming and imagining, like, hey, this, it could be something else. Like, I could have this other life. Yeah. Whereas, like, Ennis is just, like, stuck. And, you know, again, not to get away from the sort of nature of the relationship, but I totally know people like Ennis, right, from the standpoint of just people that have low low expectations. (laughs) Like, they don't, they can't imagine, like, you know, they can't you can't imagine doing anything bigger than what they do even though it's like actually pretty attainable yeah right yeah 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 mm-hmm.
3: yeah,
1: yeah. Nice nice.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a good point um <laughs> yeah um so an interesting thing um so the the author oh what is her name any pro? any pro uh I saw this interview of her where she was kind of talking about where she came up with a story for this film or not, not for the film, but for the short story that she wrote. And it was like this super interesting thing. She said she was, I think she was actually in a bar in Wyoming. And she was watching these, all these cowboys playing pool off in the corner. And she saw one of the, one of the cowboys, he was like an older gentleman, maybe in his sixties, but you could tell that like, he was still, you know, actively working as a cowboy and he was just standing off in the corner and just kind of watching everyone play pool. And she said there was this like expression on his face. or like this, this look in his eyes that was, she couldn't quite put her finger on it, but like, it was like almost of like regret and that she kind of thought like, well, maybe he's, maybe he's gay. Like maybe he's a gay man who's, you know, kind of lived his entire life a lie in, in, in a sense. And that kind of touches on your point, Alon. So it was just like regret and like him looking and just being like, what, like what could have been, but what couldn't have been because of the, of the world that he grew up in. And so she kind of just pondered that for several months and then came up with this story. So that, that definitely ties back into like the straight person's perspective on a gay relationship or like people, you know, that kind of thing. And I thought that was like definitely interesting to just, how this story came about like it just definitely it it like makes sense it it makes sense for i don't know
4: yeah so there was a another movie i saw i think it came out like maybe four or five years earlier i think i saw when i was in high school there's a movie called but i'm a cheerleader have you guys ever heard of
1: that or seen that Mm -mm. i've heard of it i haven't i haven't seen it though so it's
4: with um natasha leone who's in the, that uh, series russian doll yeah but this is before she did a bunch of heroin and stuff but anyway <laughs> so yeah. and it's about a girl who's a cheerleader and kind of inadvertently sort of discovers that she's a lesbian mm-hmm. and she's in like this very conservative family and so they put her in this like gay conversion oh, camp no. I don't
1: and know. like and, and defense camp.
4: yeah but so and and But the tone of that movie is totally different like totally different actually the tone of that movie is like kind of a little bit funnier and sillier Mm -hmm. i I know i I don't know how to explain it exactly but it i don't know if you guys remember like you guys did edward scissorhands right yeah
1: yeah Yeah. so
4: like do you remember kind of the scenes with the like housewives and like the crazy colors and like 50s art deco whatever yeah yeah. it was kind of like that had that kind of vibe Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so, and and I just I I was thinking like that kind of movie is like a lot more common now. I mean, maybe not the plot, but like just the sort of tone with gay characters and gay themes yeah. or sexual identity themes.
0: It's because more playful. It's like it's like, a it's, teen, like, it's, a like movie it's like it's kind like of an thing, awkward right? yeah. You're you're awkwardly trying to figure out who you are, whereas this one's like, dude, shout out to the I can't like, Be who I am
2: yes yeah
4: yeah yeah. it's 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 uh i mean but again uh but but i'm in a cheerleader set in the suburbs in like the 90s and this movie's set in the 60s in wyoming you know and 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 what's interesting to think like let me just add to this like every cowboy movie is actually a gay
0: cowboy movie i'm curious about that actually (laughs) i know we gotta go okay like
4: like so a lot of okay so if i thought they were the
0: epitome of of manly men i thought it was like it's like the ideal of what you what you strive to be as and that's an american
4: the, that's the hilarious thing right because <laughs> a lot of those movies are about like two guys that have trust and honor but something happens and then they have to kind of go at each other <laughs> but like me. it's like these are like kind of like love stories that are like just layered with like violence It's like, replace the sex with violence. And a lot of times you have, like, you have a Western.
1: Interesting.
4: Um, I mean, like, look at John Wayne movies. It's a lot of times when, like, the villain is, like, someone he actually is friends with or has a deep respect for. But, like, things out of their control, like, get to where they have to kind of go at each other. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, sometimes, like, at the end, John Wayne beats him, but, like, Either maybe takes mercy on him, or he accidentally <laughs> slips his, his his penis into. I mean, him. it's just, it's, a, it's a lot of those movies where it's like again, you watch them now and like you take your mind out of that like whole like macho fifties thing, mm-hmm. and like you realize like, I mean, how do you express these stories in any other way back then, right? It's like you have to layer in the violence. Yeah, it reminds me of like
2: oh. f- Faster, like the if they weren't brothers, I was like these guys love each other so much and like but they're just gonna they didn't they just needed to slap the brothers part on there so that like they can be interpreted i I feel like that's similar to what you're saying right
4: yeah i mean there's a lot of war movies where it's like similar too right where it's like you know these guys are soldiers in the war and they're like you know they're brothers to the end they protect themselves you know protect each other from like the bad guys or whatever and you know i mean in war movies there's no room for sex There's no room for boys being boys, guys being guys, just yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, like, to me, like, the idea of it's the gay cowboy movie is hilarious because I think they're probably all gay (laughs) (laughs) cowboys. (laughs) That's funny
1: on some level, you know. Um, so let's, I want to shift gears a little bit to kind of a question where. The, the conversation that happens between Ennis and uh, Anne Hathaway's character, Jack's wife, where she's telling him, on I the think phone. Ennis is in a phone booth, yeah, where she's telling him that he was killed. Um, I read this thing that was really interesting. So Anne Hathaway, she did two two separate takes for this scene. One of the takes was uh, the wife definitely knows that Jack was gay and that he was having a gay love affair with Ennis, and the other take is that it was just a tragic accident and that's it. And they didn't use either take in its entirety. They spliced both of them together. Oh, dude, the, uh, you could. The, tell. i wondering about. There's that. I feel like so much tell. ambiguity yeah, in that scene that. where I like. I remember I was I was watching it with my girlfriend Samantha and I was just like, does Does she know? Like that. She knows she's these so case. like she's straight
2: face me. it's like why does she not like torn it's up very, about this
1: it, yeah it's, it's weird. so yeah. weird
2: but well, i don't know what i
4: what wanted to know what you guys thought about that. that yeah no great great i i think this is a really critical scene because it is so open to interpretation okay so let me remind you guys earlier in the movie i think ennis asks jack like hey is everything good between you guys does she know and he's kind of like i don't think so (laughs) yeah he doesn't really yeah i don't think so but but like but but then at some point he says like the relationship i have with her is like
1: it could be be happening our marriage could be uh could happen over a phone call or something right exactly
4: so like so like you know i i mean okay my interpretation this is a really interesting thing that the two takes were spliced and I think that's actually such a, like a good that's call, a really like, what mean. a masterful yeah. I like, call, but I mean, the, from, from watching it, I, I felt like, like she suspected, but didn't quite, didn't quite know. and never really had proof, but also maybe didn't care as much at the time
0: and it was you know, like, like it felt spiteful like she was like i'm not gonna give you the satisfaction mm. knowing the truth i, I don't know
4: fine. you know i don't know i don't know i don't know i didn't feel like that i felt like i don't know no that's i didn't feel like it was spiteful i felt like it was she was just annoyed like you know because he's just jack is established as being a pain in the ass to their family right To her family Right? Like her, you know, her, her father, father doesn't, yeah. doesn't respect him yeah, and whatever. And like, he's a rodeo you know, he,
0: cowboy. He's not a real cowboy. Right. right.
4: And he just gets annoyed, gets annoyed at him. And so like, I wonder, and you know, like she's always being shown, like counting up money basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like, to me, it's like, she's all business, you know, yeah. like she's all business and like this whole thing is kind of an annoyance. Yeah.
2: She, they lost their best combine salesman, maybe. Oh, no. yeah. that's <laughs> that's, yeah. that's funny i feel like i'm like kind of on your side james like the, just her delivery and like her just like apathy or whatever you know like she just didn't give a shit
0: yeah. pathetic yeah.
4: yeah
2: like it breaks don't... a couple times though
4: right like there's a couple times where you he says something and she kind of pauses and
2: yeah but it's like when it spices in like the scene like the shot of him getting fucking beat down or whatever it's like mm-hmm, yeah I assume that's the truth, and I like the way that she just oh. the way she's talking. It makes me feel like she was part of it. Maybe her dad fucking did this. He found out or something and had that maybe happen. Maybe not part him. of it, but like no, but the, what, it, yeah. what it
0: was was that remember they they had met up again. And he and Jack told Ennis that he was trying to make a pass at Anna Ferris's husband. Remember? Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Is that oh, so Ferris, because I was yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah and that's the okay. dude from what is it uh stranger things yeah yeah yeah, mm, yeah. so mm. so he remember they were like oh may you know i have this place and we could go fishing together yeah, right. and so he he he, he, he made a pass at him yeah and it probably went yeah maybe like she
2: wasn't like had a hand in it but like maybe she knew it was going to happen and like didn't right. stop it she just yeah. had that vibe and it was a well, new afterward, maybe yeah Something. i don't know oh, yeah sh-
4: it's, it's hard I, but that's I mean, again, another sign of a great a great scene, right? Where, like, all of us kind of come away with, like, a slightly different version of, like, what happened. Like, see, I don't know that it happened necessarily. Like, I
0: think it's clear that he imagined that's the way it happened.
3: Ah. Right? Like, the way it's, the way it's. That's, that's
0: what I read, too, like, that some people think. And, and, and he's imagining it because he's already has that, that, that in his happen. head from yeah. when he was a kid. Exactly. So right. he's just imagining it could happen. Holy shit, I not think, think about it. I, I think it's. I think it's pretty much it happened. I, I mean, yeah, I you could think happen. those things. What? Because he was I so careless
2: happened. towards yeah. the end of the movie about hiding it. Like mm-hmm. I just feel like mm-hmm. it's possible.
4: Yeah. No. I think. I think. If. I mean, something happened. I think the way it was edited, it made me feel like. Anis is just imagining like he's hearing the official version of the events and he's imagining how it really happened. And yeah. that is yeah. colored by his memory
2: of yeah the yeah. dude from his hometown. Right. So like, yeah, it was kind of like the color in the scene was like dulled down like his other memories. Right. So that, yeah. yeah. And blurred. blurred
4: yeah, and, yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I, uh, I yeah. mean, again, dude,
4: that the, the, I mean, to me, it's, those are some of the best scenes in the movie. Like oh, those yeah. are some of the best scenes in the
2: movie.
1: Absolutely.
4: dude that's yeah. the
2: part that conversation i was choking up but like when she said broke back mountain like when she just said that i was like oh fuck and they got me dude that's like yeah put me over the edge i was like
1: fuck man that was rough it yeah. really was but it's interesting like because I, I i like james that she said that maybe that was like how it happened in his head and he was kind of like recreating that from you know seeing that corpse in his childhood
3: yeah
1: because like that's that's kind of i think the big difference between ennis and jack is that like ennis is is so much more afraid of people finding out who yeah, they're the he's they has seen that has know. seen yeah. the
0: consequences and this yeah.
1: and and jack was more just like hey like we can just live together we can have a cabin together like we could just be together and like yeah. how, you, how we were talking earlier about like jack was putting in all of the the effort and ennis kind of wasn't and I think it was Ennis just being like, "This is what happens. This is what can happen." And it was just like, further solidified his fears of, of that relationship. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's interesting that I, I never thought that it maybe it was in his imagination. But I don't know. I still kind of do believe that. Yeah, it, it definitely did. Uh, Jack was definitely killed because because of his sexuality. Yeah,
4: I remember what choked me up. Um, well, what made me cry was the very last shot of the movie actually what would remind um, me of so it's, it's where where he's where he uh where ennis is visited by his uh daughter uh, yeah. who's telling him oh. that they're gonna that she's gonna get married right <laughs> and he asks her like are you know does he love you and like so to me what, what does that mean right all that what does that mean i think it means that he understands that this sort of cycle is is kind of broken in a way right like where at least his daughter will get to be with
1: somebody the that person. they love yeah, yeah.
4: The, someone that they love right yeah. unlike him and mm-hmm. then when he goes to the closet and he gets the the jacket and the shirt oh, don't even start and he looks, looks and then and you know the shot is like the composition of that shot is so beautiful out the with, window, yeah. on the left third is that. And then, you know, you see the field, the open field, dude, that's, that's definitely when I cried. I mean, it was so it hit because, you know, it's like, like I said, like, it's like that at least, at least the next generation won't have to kind of go through what he went through, but it still reminds him of like, you know, he, 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 he wasted his life. I mean, I, I hate to say it like in that way because it's not, yeah, but, like it's but like, like his something,
1: fault. something beautiful came out of his life still, yeah, like his with through his children. Like maybe exactly. he didn't live the life that he wanted, but he created something that could, right? You know? So, like, right,
4: exactly. Rose has a concrete, right? I mean, then that yeah. I think is a that's so powerful, man. That's so powerful. Yeah. Like, beginning of this movie, you know, it's like on second watch beginning of the movie it kind of builds slow
3: and, yeah yeah
4: and it's honestly like i'm surprised for an american movie it builds really slow like over two hours yeah
1: it's not sure
4: I, I kind of thought like I, I just watching it now like i kind of wonder if a movie like that came out now if people wouldn't have tuned out you know <laughs> like already <right. laughs> yeah. like like 10 minutes in the movie there's nothing happening i that mean like that's like thanos the, isn't like
1: you know shooting lasers or
4: i
2: don't know it, it's more common i think like even like Minarian and show like there's still a lot of movies that are like that's, that's true yeah yeah i guess that's true but yeah the pendulum's shifting a little bit towards that again the people I that want to see it know where to find it now right. it's <laughs> just like long
1: yeah. like long form podcasts if you're listening to this very moment you get it right, like yeah. It's slow,
4: but we're we're fucking nailing it right here, dude. <laughs> yeah.
1: right don't, there. Don't set him up too <laughs> <laughs> Um So another question that I that I am curious is: Did Jack's parents
0: know, and to what extent? Mm, great question. I want to say they knew. 100%. I think they and, did. And and that's what makes it even more kind of heartbreaking because you know that they're. Their lifestyle would have been 100 okay there. Yeah, that you know, would have been. Well, have I don't been, know. It feels fine. like
2: his his mom was seemed accepting of her son no matter what, but his dad is obviously yeah. fucking boomer cowboy guy that wouldn't be accepting you know, of that, right? I, see, that's I mean, the look, thing. Yeah, is like, like, I they're don't definitely
1: on. I'd like to like interject with like some. I guess I'd call it secondary personal experience of like we talked earlier about like about inviting my brother to be on the show so my brother is gay and I remember finding out about my brother being gay when I was like relatively young and I kind of remember like my dad's um I don't know like his uh emotion going into that like like of him knowing that that his son was gay like it, it was it felt honestly a little bit like Jack's dad, where like I remember my dad saying things just like, well, you know, it, it wasn't like he was just like, Oh, like your brother, your brother is like gay and like like nothing like really malicious, but like there was this little inkling of just like, oh well, I don't know. Just
0: just I, don't, weird... I don't like it, but he's still but my it son. is what it is. It was yeah, you know,
1: and like that has definitely changed like definitely changed over the years my brother just came back into town he lives out of state and he just came back into town actually a couple of weeks ago and like he brought his new boyfriend and like we had a a family dinner and like i mean his his new boyfriend's amazing he's great and like my dad gets along with him well and like that's definitely changed over the years but like when i was young and when when my brother kind of first came out it was it, it was there was some weird animosity that was there. And I think maybe that's what Jack's dad was feeling. It's yeah. just like, well, maybe no, that, he, he like wasn't getting part was. of it because
0: kind of yeah. like his dad was like, oh, he, Jack's always had these crazy ideas. He's always like he right. always been yeah. a little fantasizing a little about all a little weird to, yeah. to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I don't think that his dad hated him. I think he was it, it, it was absolutely just, not. Yeah, it was just that and, and him dying. They probably knew what had went down. Mm-hmm. I think his dad is probably like, well, that's what happens too. You know, he had that yeah, kind, kind of same. They, yeah. Kind of had that same mentality. Ennis. Yeah. Ennis had, you know, it's just like, well, this is what happens yeah. to gay people. Yeah. yeah. And yeah.
1: it was interesting yeah. that like, so if, if we are on the side that his parents did know, then Jack's dad couldn't go all the way in accepting jack for who he was because he wouldn't give ennis the ashes just yeah. a little
2: bit bro i was so pissed
1: i was i was gonna say i was like can't you i mean is this weird but can't you just do half i don't know like
2: just a little handful oh, i don't okay. know okay right. yeah. watching, yeah. Yeah. watching it <laughs> the pocket second
4: hand. time um okay did i imagine okay so uh, when ennis is leaving he's taking the shirt right the mom's got the paper bag
1: ready for him to take yeah. right
4: <laughs> are some of the ashes maybe in the paper bag I, I don't oh, I, that would have
1: been I, great if they showed that at he the pulled end it of it and it's just under there i'm or not
4: claiming i'm not like, claiming that, that i just me put, up, but like man. they had like a kind of knowing look that's a missed
0: opportunity man that's a missed opportunity they had a
4: knowing look when he left like i think you know, it was like well doing. there's
0: there's like there's the blood there's the blood which is still a representation of the body you know and, okay so here's a beautiful which was thing which totally creepy because didn't jack steal that shirt from him yeah he's like oh yes. i can't believe i left my shirt there i, and, I, and know, I you know i didn't see
4: when i first watched the movie i didn't really notice that
0: oh, mean, i mean I, I mean i knew that he
4: had the i knew he had the thing at the end but i didn't yeah. catch that line that sort of explained which how was which
0: was interesting at the end ennis still kept it in the closet. Oh, oh! hey, Wow! Hidden in the closet. Pulling moment. it out at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hidden. Yeah, and then here's he another.
1: If you didn't cry while watching this movie, which I didn't, but if I had I known this fact while watching this on screen, I probably would have lost it. So when when Ennis first goes into Jack's closet, Jack's shirt is over Ennis's shirt.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: When Ennis. Yep the shirt in his closet he switches it oh so now ennis's shirt is over jack so ennis is like holding oh. it, and i'm just like oh my god oh, i wish <laughs> i knew that i mean i do know
2: it's that, that, was, good. that, was, good good. Yeah. that was good which yeah. was yeah.
1: which was heath ledger's idea he was just like this nice. we need ah. to switch this. so like uh-huh. ah, beautiful beautiful
4: well okay so okay. let me let me ask you guys a question when's the last time you guys have watched like an epic romance because this is what this is right Oh this man. is like an epic romantic epic. movie yeah i mean because it's like over epic our romance. decades oh that's right? that's big and important moonlight? <laughs> that's not really <laughs> moonlight
1: <laughs> yeah moonlight kind of. i guess i guess moonlight Welcome okay. to our episode yeah, on good, Moonlight. Good, good. For that one you yeah.
4: Yeah, but yeah. even like a straight, even if it, you know, without necessarily like the gay,
1: gay relationship. Oh well, yeah, that just know. happens to be about gay people, but that's right. Yeah, that's right. probably yeah. the last yeah. one. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Uh, maybe your name for me? I don't know. Hmm. But well, yeah. maybe can let's let's get into let's get into the romance, the romance. Yeah. In the movie, was How it far? romance? Was it lust? What was here? It's
1: I mean, not, that's, that's, like what, both. that's what
0: that's what's so strange
1: yeah it, it definitely was both and like I think there is you know within love there's a there's a healthy amount of lust right like mm-hmm. you love mm-hmm. your partner in in the sense that you just want to tear their clothes off but <laughs> right I mean Giggly. Um, <laughs> But um oh uh, I forgot what I was going to that but yeah no <laughs> it, it was both yeah. it was for sure both oh. and I think Jack that's where I was going I think Jack that had that maybe more so than Ennis did because of his trips to
0: Mexico to like hire, you know, male prostitutes. And I thought, and I thought that was like almost like st- too stereotypical that, like, the idea it that, it took like, away, it took away from I, their love romance, I think. Yeah, I it took away from their romance because it, it felt that part for me felt just stereotypical. Like, I think some people have the notion that gay people are like sex crazed addicts, yeah. and I think that, yes. Kind of took away from it, like he wasn't a hundred percent in for Ennis, and he's like, "I have needs too." Yeah, right. and I'm just, and I'm like thinking, I'm like, would I go like try to hire a prostitute if I was that like love starved? Like, I don't know, maybe that, that's just not uh, yeah that's how to... I'm wired. But 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 it's 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 the seventies, it's the sixties. Like I like yeah. I'm yeah I, I don't know yeah. that that part kind of I, I I would wonder that that would be one of the things I would like to pick uh a gay person's brain on like how did they feel about that cuz i felt like it was not in bad taste but i just felt like it was like a little retracting and and it did it did kind of hurt the romance for me we're like I, I don't know and i was i was kind of wanting I, I i thought the movie was too long a little bit for me there was parts where i was like okay i was like let's let's get more of why they love each other not how they love each other. Is that does that make sense? Sure. Like yeah. like I, I, for me, like I wanted I don't know, I wanted like some pivotal like turning point when they were at Brokeback Mountain. Like, I don't know, for me, like I, I would think like Jack saving Ennis's life from some bear or something like would like <laughs> would like I don't know solidify the romance and the love that they had for each other. But instead we got them like Wrestling and like, doing like flirty stuff, which was like, I don't know. I feel like their banter n- n- did n- enough for me. Like their, their are yeah, what their banter their, what? their banter. Yeah, but like, like there's but so like, much and it was implied so time that We don't see like yeah, I know. But like I they wish spend a lot I, even of though time the, together. Yeah, even though the movie was long-winded, I felt like I I was missing that, just a little bit, and I and I and maybe that's why I was. I'm leaning like there's just a lot of lust here. There's there's this, like fist fighting. There's all this pent up emotions.
2: I feel like there is, but it's not a hundred percent lust.
0: I I, I, wanted, I wanted more high highs than the low lows that we got. You know. Sure. I think, I think, Does that make okay. sense?
2: I think that
4: the. I mean, I, I say this like I don't think the lust cancels out the romance. I mean, I think they kind of go. I mean, in many ways, hand in hand, like there can be lust without like a romantic element to it, or or at least missing mostly a romantic element to it. But I don't think that's what this was. I mean, they wouldn't do that. And I don't think it was that, I think Ennis was just very, very reserved. And like the the, the reality they were growing up in was like very sexually conservative. Like Mm. you you put both those two guys, like, (laughs) let's say, in somewhere in western europe around the same time where those sort of things are like being are becoming a lot more accepted out in the mainstream yeah uh and maybe the story goes completely differently you know but like right right and like like the way the way that the relationship has to manifest is as this forbidden thing that they have to get away with get away from like the rest of the reality from Yeah. And, like, like, they have to do whatever they're going to do quickly. Yeah. It's like they, they did what they time. could. I don't know. It's, it's tough. I mean, like, it's like, I understand how Jack feels. But I also don't blame Ennis. Like like I said, like, like, at the end, you know, with him, like, wasting his life. That's too harsh. That's not exactly what happened. You know, maybe he wasn't, I don't know, maybe he wasn't brave enough. But, like, look what happened to Jack.
0: Yeah. Right. But he says like, that he he what what is he promising at the end when he says I promise Jack. What is he promising? Hmm. A life a, a, a life from that point forward, lived with no regrets. Maybe. Maybe maybe it's maybe it's sort of like a homage to being married. Or, when, or maybe when, you, maybe when you when you when you when you say I promise to somebody when you're getting married. Yeah. What did you guys what, what your guys take on that? I promise.
4: Maybe it's to the, the the next generation, right? Maybe it's like, like, you know, I'm going to do whatever I can do to make sure that the next generation doesn't go through what we went through, right? Like, like, and I'm not talking about like, I'm talking about his daughter, yeah, huh? right? Like, I'm going to support my daughter in this relationship that she has. That's like born out of love. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Makes
2: sense. that's one, one, like that. one
1: idea. And I think it could have just been like a promise to just like Ennis's feelings towards
0: Jack in general, you know, like it, not to keep, not to keep it, uh bottled up and, and push. But just I to kind of like it, let Jack know, like he know, was like, so bottled
1: up, but just to let Jack know, like you, you know, where I stand with you, like, you know, that I do love you, but I don't know. Like I, I think that like Ennis is just telling Jack like I don't know that we could ever have any any of the fantasy that you want, but like I promised you that I do love you, you know. Like,
0: and it's oh. interesting like like Jack is almost like the happy-go-lucky friend that just like believes in everything. Yeah, and Ennis is just like oh fuck Jack, Jack yeah. fucking twists got got his whole fucking life figured out. He's got everything <laughs> figured yeah. out. Yeah. Right. Well, okay, so I think I'm maybe I mean
4: I don't know what like Albuquerque was like when you guys were growing up, like, I think I'm probably the only one here that lived in like a deeply conservative place in high school, right? Which I, I I lived in West Virginia. And like, I don't, I remember one person in the whole town, one person being out. One. And all kinds of things were said. This person must have been the strongest person in the world to not get the hell imagine. out of dodge right but but you know as as i've gotten older a lot of people that i knew that i grew up with came out eventually right
1: mm-hmm.
4: oftentimes I had to like leave town things like that
1: or leave like, a marriage and kids yeah, you know maybe
4: yeah. yeah yeah so so you know one of the things i was thinking about adrian when you're talking about you know your dad and your brother right is like one of the things i remember growing up was this idea Not one that I subscribe to certainly, because like I had it, I didn't grow up in West Virginia, and like I just spent that time in there. Yeah. Like one of these ideas was, like that if you have gay kids, it's because you either, you know, molested them or you you allowed some something like like that that to happen. Because a lot of people Mm -hmm. believe that. A lot of people believe that that's that's how that's Mm -hmm. gay people exist as the result of like some sort of molestation or something like that. Yeah. It's just like a horrible, terrible, stupid, you know, remarkably ignorant thing to believe. But I know that a lot of people believe that. And so like, if you had a kid that was gay, like that, 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 that whole thing of like the suspicion of that, mm-hmm. like became like kind of a scarlet letter. Mm-hmm. Right. And like so, just to draw that all back, or to even
1: the, just that, movie. or even just that you failed as a father for exactly for raising a non-masculine son. Like exactly, we, we see that it, when they're having the Thanksgiving dinner, where they're turning off the TV, and the grandfather's like, "No, nah, boy, should watch football," and right, he's just exactly. like, "No, we're eating." You know, yeah, you know, it's just like that, you know, like. Yeah. What do you want him to be queer? He's gotta watch some football while he Right, you know? exactly yeah. that, that, that,
0: those, those scenes were interesting because it was it was it was Jack so Jack had his over Thanksgiving, um where he's like, Fuck my life, I yeah. I have to be I have to be a father. It almost seems like he's giving up on, on the idea of being with Ennis and he's like, No, I'm I have to be a man and I have to do the things for my family So he tries to take like the head of of the family by by having that power struggle over the TV and yeah, Ennis and has and Ennis has that when he's with his family watching the the fireworks remember he beats up those two biker dudes oh yeah because oh, yeah. because it's 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 that idea that this is what a man has to do and he has to take a stand because they're they're at such odds with what they really want for me it's like they're
2: overcompensating or something
0: i think i think for me
1: that like i don't know those things can coexist like you Mm -hmm. you can be a gay man and still have like very masculine like quote-unquote masculine qualities where you'll stand up to the to your father-in-law you'll stand up to the bullies at the at the fireworks show like those things aren't independent of one another and yes so that's i I don't know i took it as just like these are you know this, this just like further says that like yeah like sexuality and masculinity and femininity is like on the spectrum that you don't have to pick a side and just if you're gay you have to be a gay boy all your life and if you're straight you have to be a masculine man all your life. Yeah. Yes. Like where I, I
2: feel like both examples didn't feel like super true to them though. Like I get what you're saying and I agree, mm. but it's like just okay. in these specific situations it felt like they're putting on a mask maybe. Yeah, they were trying they were okay. trying to do something to make them look like something that they're not, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's just being confronted
4: like with the truth Right. And like, it is true that Ennis betrayed his wife and hurt her. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, and and he has to kind of account for that. Um, But yeah, you know, no, I think both those scenes are really interesting contrast. I feel like the, the Ennis part, the Ennis part of that felt completely real to me from the standpoint of someone that's. Deeply conservative, reserved, being confronted with the truth of what has what has been going on, mm-hmm. and like how that sort of resulted in the situation they're in now. Yeah, and you can tell that his wife still deeply cares for him, and from the sense of like, she just still feels betrayed. Yeah, right. Rightfully so. My okay. right.
0: yeah. That part, yeah. that part hurt when when she's like, "I wrote that note on the." Like yeah, a time fishing pool. Pool. She's i'm like, like a fucking, fucking, that hurts. I'm like, like tears fucking in her hurt.
2: eyes like just trying not to like confront it it's if like, i was in this fuck.
4: situation i would definitely punch some dude in the truck and all that yeah. <laughs> you know yeah but, because i mean
2: at a certain point it doesn't matter
1: whether the person that they're with is a man or a woman they're still being unfaithful yeah, yeah.
4: right yeah so no that's a um that's a really another great really great intensity okay what about the what about the um the girlfriend that Ennis has later on like the dancer I, oh, oh, so yeah.
1: like it wasn't needed yeah maybe that was a little bit kind
4: of, I, felt I don't like
2: know it I, wasn't needed
0: it was like him like trying he, to move I mean, on
2: and like he still couldn't do it like it I think yeah it was necessary
0: but it was still like long-winded long-winded yeah. for her to cry in the diner with him does, yeah. does his, there's does so his many time speak? skips that I don't know I can't do there do were his, a lot yeah. of it. It's hard to Do tell his kids how
2: long know? they actually were together. I
4: don't know. Do his kids know? Do I, don't, his kids I, don't, know? I don't. I don't. I think don't think so. so. I, don't, I, okay, think, I
0: think the wife feels so much embarrassment that she would never like. Yeah. Let okay, but there was that, that scene. That... Maybe embarrassment, That's... but
1: also protection, right? Like also a certain yeah. level of just like I did love you once, and you're the father of my children. Like I know what could
2: happen to you if that came out and that could come back to us or whatever right right or, or just mm. like
1: hey like you know you're you're still the father of my children like you still need to raise you still need to be here for, here for these girls like, yeah okay but there was there was a scene if you remember where
4: the 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 new girlfriend is talking to junior right isn't that, oh, that, I thought, that was? Yeah, oh yeah yeah, by the way who is that actress
2: she's from that's one from of the Mar- 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 S- S- mara's that's no, her no, 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 sister. Kate Mara. Kate Mara. It's her. Yeah. She's there from that okay. show. What the fuck is it called? The fucking superhero show on Amazon.
4: Oh, The Boys.
2: Yeah. The Boys. Yeah, that's oh, right. There you
4: go. Oh, that's where she I like is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I I remember. She's like the new um, girl in the
2: first season. I don't know. Yeah. She's yeah. in House no, of Cards that's season one, but
4: anyway, yeah. they're, when they're having the conversation the girlfriend and Junior are having the conversation and She's like, what, what am I, am I, is he ever going to settle down? And like, is there something wrong with me? And she's like, well, no, you're good enough. Like, yeah. I just kind of feel like maybe, maybe, she, I don't it's know if like she knows exactly. Kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if she knows well, exactly, but she, maybe she suspects or.
2: It didn't come she off knows to me that they knew at all. Huh. Like at all at all.
1: All right. So, um. Let's get into rounding thoughts. we have any other random little tidbits that we want to touch on? One really quick that I thought was was kind of beautiful, um, reading some trivia on this. So a week into the start of the film's shoot, two crew members came out. They were inspired by the film and kind of helped them to be like, hey, I'm, I'm good with with who i am and so that's quite a cool yeah? were,
4: were there that's were there cool. other people that like kind of were famously inspired to come out because of this
1: movie i i don't um, know specifically but i mean I, it definitely couldn't hurt yeah. unless they were afraid of 1960s mobs you know no i get that <laughs> but yeah
4: <laughs> um uh maybe uh, some of, something else that occurred to me was so there's a book by uh gabriel garcia marquez who's a very famous colombian author is like probably the most famous Latin American author called Love in the Time of Cholera. And it's also kind of one of these epic romances, um, where, you know, it's like a, a daughter of an important, you know, rich family, uh, a suitor who's trying, who falls in love with the daughter. They fall in love with each other, but then they, they can't be together because he's not, he comes from kind of a poor family. And then the whole novel is kind of about the way he works himself up to be in a position to marry her, but it never really happens. You know. Anyway, I don't know. There were very similar themes. I actually Googled Brokeback Mountain, Love in the Time, of Cholera, just to see if anyone had like made that connection. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think I'm the only one. But <laughs> oh, anyway. Right an article. Well here it, it is, is now. <laughs> Make yeah. it's, video a really good, it's a really it's a really good book. I think there's a lot of thematic overlap. Um, there was a movie made with Javier Bardem and I think it was Penelope Cruz or maybe it was Salma Hayek. I can't remember mm-hmm. oh that's bad I'm confusing them anyway but um, that's not very good I'm not going to recommend that but um, <laughs> uh, cool book and interesting interesting connection
0: uh, one little thing uh, this movie won the Academy Award for Best Original Score from Gustavo Santa Santa Yaya, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, who also does the right. music for The Last of Us. Okay, let's take my facts. That
2: was my one big that's hitter, cool. bro. When I saw dude, his name, and, I was like, and it, made so it in so Virgin, much. my favorite.
4: That's cool. dude. Oh, that dude is a really he's amazing so musician from Argentina. And he was in some like weird prog rock bands in the 70s. And all
1: their shit <laughs> nice. is amazing.
4: So, it. Yeah. Damn, I have to listen. Shout out to him. Yeah, no, I, but, well, Broke
1: Brokeback Mountain did do really well, like as far as awards go. Like they won. Um, Ang Lee, I think, won best, best, best director. Picture. They didn't win best yeah, picture, was, like, but it was like a it? super upset. They lost to Crash, two thousand four, and like a trash movie.
4: Yeah, yeah trash and like everyone was just like, "What?"
1: Movie. And then I think uh, Heath Ledger was hmm. maybe also robbed best actor as well for that. Dude. Crash
4: is a g- garbage movie, terrible movie. I will fucking like knife fight with anyone who thinks otherwise.
1: Oh God, well, and Not that I, I care I, about I, the Oscars. I keep Oscar up on that. No,
4: I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, like, not that I give a shit about the Oscars, right? Who gives a fuck about a goddamn Oscar? But yeah. um, that is a travesty. I mean, that is a complete travesty. Yeah, I don't know what other movies came out that year, but that
1: movie winning Best Picture is some bullshit. Yeah, well, it was the odds, so probably nothing great. I mean, if we're being honest. But, um, all right, let's 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 jump into our ratings for this. Does anyone want to go first?
0: Uh, I'll do it, I guess. James will do it. James got um it. Yeah, okay. So, I think um, initially, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I had this built-up idea. I've been wanting to watch this movie for years. This actually was my choice for this week. Yeah. Um, I'd heard that the acting was amazing, and there was there were sparks of amazing acting, but then there was sparks of really weird facial uh, <laughs> stuff that Scrunch that mouth. sometimes yeah. that sometimes took me out of it. Um, going back to what I was saying earlier, uh, I I I I don't know. I wanted I wanted a little bit more romance, even though I felt like the movie was a little long winded. I feel like um, Scooby Doo character. What's her name? Velma. Velma. Oh. When, well, I, I <laughs> feel the like. actual her, actress. I, don't I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know what her, her. Her. I'm sorry, but um, wait, wait. I feel like that was like, it didn't need to be in the movie. I think they could have. Uh, this movie, could have, benefited from a bunch of montages, and it would have been, mm. okay. I think. I think. I think the passing of time. Was somewhat confusing because I don't think the makeup was there. I, I they gave Heath Ledger like a shitty haircut to make him look old. He had like a couple but he of looked like he looked like the same age as his daughter at the end. Like, I was like he was nah. only four
1: years older than her. So. Yeah, it
0: was only four yeah. years older than her. So it was like it it, it was like yeah. okay, they needed a little bit more money in the in the makeup department i think yeah just cause, like the daughter know. the actress for the daughters changed like every
2: time you saw them and like they just yeah. like the same it was really weird you yeah. almost yeah. said it james too
4: what did you, i say you almost said it you were getting ready to say it and you didn't say it okay okay keep going
0: uh yeah so like initial like scenes just very intense. Some some people could say it was fucking intense. <laughs> hmm? Any, anybody? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I, it was, it, it, those, those 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 scenes made you like, whoa, whoa. It's there's a lot going on here. It is yeah. for me for me it was it was the thoughts of is this lust? Is this love? Like what's going on? I'm like, damn, he's going in raw. He's he's licking his hand. Like it's very intense, very intense yeah, scene, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, this isn't anal sex like a like a thing. Don't you have to like prep for like a week? Like you don't eat anything. <laughs> but I guess I and guess uh, they, just, they just <laughs> do it. Moment, <laughs> I mean, just boys being boys. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like, James, if you, oh, really quick, if you
1: think that, that gay couples have to not eat, they have to fast for a week before they have sex. I, I don't
0: know. So that's, the, that's, that's, this, is, this is why I wanted a gay person no, on the that's show. Not what that could be so a to me, what
1: <laughs> process. Had a, had a lot Christ. of interesting conversations. <laughs> I had a,
4: they should have had a diagram next to, like, what they were doing. Just, <laughs> like, a biological
0: yeah. diagram.
1: Uh, yeah, there's a thing called uh, Dirty Dill. Uh, we could talk about anyway. that, yeah.
0: Animas <laughs> exist. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so like, um, not not that any of those parts retracted from the movie. I think it was it was just a little long winded. I maybe it's just my personality. I, I I I did feel empathy for them, but I spent a lot of the time just being fucking annoyed with them. Sometimes, <laughs> like I was just like, come on, guys, like just just do your little side side fucks. Like it's all good. And 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 the the Mexico thing, I, I felt like I don't know. I would like to pick a gay person's brain on this. Like, I I think it's very stereotypical that, like, gays are these sex crazed fiends. They will go to any means, go down to Mexico, yeah, you know, just to do those things. So I I don't know. I I felt like that. Retracted from the love that they had, and and I don't know. I, I mean, I it was real quick. If I can. it was very one sided. Earlier, when you brought that up,
2: I was going to say, I feel like that's just his character. Like, it's not like trying to say something about, like, all gay people. It's just, like, that one person was yeah. fucking everything that moved it felt like like
4: also also you know every, what I, mean? I mean I think it was not an uncommon thing for straight people or any kind of people to go to Mexico and to do illegal things I mean that was a pretty popular
1: <laughs> I mean yeah. you know I didn't that live around here anymore, but, <laughs> what was that like I the 70s or the 80s yeah, yeah right. I
2: think yeah, that was a
4: pretty yeah. normal thing but but yeah no cuz he even
2: enough. he says something about yeah. making a pass at someone's wife and like it just felt like it wasn't even like just
0: he was making a pass at the Anna Ferris's husband. No, right, but, he but he says it, something. He pres- oh, is he just like flipping it for the no, story? No, no, no. But he, saying?
4: yeah, exactly. He presents mm-hmm. it to Ennis oh. as yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm having this oh, thing with the guy, with I, the guy's, yeah. his wife or whatever. Okay, right? I, but I, it's not that. I guess I and, just and that's what I, how he was going after. And he's don't sort
0: don't of like poking. He's like sort of prodding Ennis. He wants he wants to mm. get a reaction out of him. I don't yeah. know if I don't I don't know if he ever does get a reaction. But anyways, uh cinematography was great the music was great um what else what else can i say what else can i say I, uh the the time skip stuff is probably like my my worst thing about the movie mm-hmm. um i think it's a eight okay out of ten sure for nice for me I followed eight out of ten from
1: james uh did you want to take it over next turn or
2: yeah if i could all right go ahead um, I don't know. I Hearing all the different... What is the word? Stigma? All this other shit about this movie before watching it... Ligma? Really harmed the first little tiny part of the movie because I was like, fuck, this movie's really long. Like, what's going on? It was kind of slow at the beginning, but like... Almost immediately, I was just... It just pulls you in so slow and you forget that you're watching a fucking movie, dude. I don't know. At least I did. I was like, mm-hmm. I am just living next to these people watching them fucking just go through all these things and it's it was so powerful to me like throughout the whole movie dude the time skips were a little weird but like it wasn't that bad to me i guess i don't know it made it that much more impactful that like their affair went on for so fucking like 20 fucking years dude that's crazy years yeah so like i don't know like you guys are you guys are mentioning like it's kind of like a movie about regret or whatever like i kind of get that but i mostly like for me like what i took is like it's a story about like loneliness dude like ennis wow can't fucking like get love out of anyone it feels like he's just so alone like since he was a kid like he has that whole story where he's talking about his brother and sister like moving on with their lives and he's like there's no more room for me like He just kind of got kicked to the curb a little bit. And he's just kind of been like that for a while. Going through the motions like any other man would. Just finding a wife, having kids, whatever, you know. And even at the end, dude, like that, I feel like that's mostly why I was fucking crying throughout the whole end. Because he was so fucking alone. It just hurt me so bad. Yeah. That little trailer. Yeah. Like he's, I don't know. Yeah. His daughter going over there and shit was fucking like, oh, did, it was good shit. But the music, dude. When I saw Gustavo at the end in the credits, I was like, no fucking way!" Because it is very similar and equally as powerful as the music in The Last of Us, both of them. Like, that man is insane. (laughs) He is so good. Like, he plays the guitar and shit. Like, it's so cool, dude. Like, just these simple little fucking guitar riffs are just so good. Like, every time they would get up, like, meet up together, like, the same riff would play. And I was just like, fuck, here we go. Like the feels yeah. just start pouring in, you know, like perfect choice for this movie. Yeah, this movie is gorgeous. Like the a lot of landscape shots were really nice, you know. The CG sheep were a little weird. Not some parts, but. CG? Yeah, some of them were. Not all of them. Oh, yeah. No, I never noticed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> to me. <Wow>. It's <laughs> even...
2: I But uh this. Um Yeah. I, w- I didn't. I really didn't know what this movie was about. I thought it kind of was like a short span of time, all on the mountain, like only two characters, like all this stuff. And like there was so many. F- I saw the actors list when I, before I watched it. I was like, What? the yeah. fuck? When are they gonna come in? Like I didn't understand. Kind of Yeah.
1: yeah. And Hathaway doesn't come in until halfway through the movie. Yeah,
2: yeah, and I was like, David Harbour, like all these people. I was like, That's crazy. I don't know. I was just waiting for them to show up, and it would be like these small parts that just added up to yeah. just being like a really cool story. but um yeah i don't know i feel like it's it is a little long but i feel like it is deserving of its runtime like there's no things that i would take out of it necessarily everything makes sense to me in the moment Mm -hmm. and then yeah just reading about the actors after like how much they put into it and stuff is like fuck man this this movie is actually insane like what it did for these kind of movies like in like the grand scheme or no like the public eye or whatever right yeah it's just like can't be understated man like this movie was honestly very tame for what i thought it was going to be because like it was kind of like the first big one right because like nowadays like it's a lot more common you know you'll see a lot more um like gay and like all this other other kinds of relationships just throughout like a lot more subtle now, and stuff. So I don't know. I guess I was, I was just waiting for all the fucking gay sex. I don't know why. That's the stigma <laughs> that sucks that that's what You're they right. call it because yeah. it's not what <laughs> that, it. yeah, it is. sucks.
0: Yeah, demonized you know? for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going a little long, so I guess I'll stop there. Fuck, I don't know, man. I was I started at one thing and this make conversations making it go up more. I'm just going to throw it at nine, dude. Fuck it. Straight up. Nice. nice.
1: Nice. A solid nine out of ten from Terran.
2: If I cry, it's fucking Hall of Fame. Straight up. <laughs> For me. I think
1: I'm ready to go next if you don't mind going last, Alonso. So no problem. cool. All right, yeah. So my rating on this film, I think, definitely has a lot to do with completely exceeding expectations. I think when this movie come, came out in 2005 You know i was in middle school and it came out as the gay cowboy movie and you know like sadly it was kind of a joke to to a lot of the people in my age group at the time it was you it was kind of it was really made fun of and and i never really watched it i never really like had any kind of desire to watch it but you know that's why i was as we've kind of mentioned throughout this episode is that i was a little bit scared of of doing this episode for pride but like after after this conversation, after like really thinking about the movie, like this, I don't know if we could have picked a better movie for this. Like, for four straight people to talk about <laughs> about pride issues, right? Like, yeah. this movie d- just delivered it perfectly. And it, one of one of my favorite elements that this movie does over and over again is the blurred lines and the ambiguity to like what is actually happening, right? Like where exactly are jack and ennis's sexuality right like we see that this movie is or excuse me that these characters are are on this kind of spectrum really before like that spectrum kind of exists right like you know are they are they gay are they straight are they bi like they're they're somewhere in between all three of these things right and they did that so well and also like the characters' relationship or um the supporting characters relationship with the main characters is just like how they kind of perceive them. And, you know, like when we were talking about Anne Hathaway Anne Hathaway's character kind of saying what happened, what actually happened to Jack, just such beautiful directing that Ang Lee chose to use two different takes from two different really deliveries or kind of interpretations of what Anne Hathaway's character felt about what happened. Like, that alone was just so masterfully done and you know the the little uh the little subtleties that were thrown in where Jack's shirt is over uh, Anise's, and then at the end it's switched, like I don't know, there there's so much beauty so much in this care movie. put into
2: and, it, dude. Like
1: oh. And and yeah, and, and as Taryn was saying, like the actors Dude, Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger, like even if you didn't absolutely love the performances that they put on screen the work that they put on this the 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 thought that they put into this at that time to just be like no this is this movie needs to be completely respectful to this community and like i I read something that heath ledger was completely shutting down any kind of homophobic jokes that were happening around the time of the movie being released because he's like that's not no like we're not tolerating that that's not what this movie is and I think anyone who thinks that this movie is the gay cowboy movie, you need to fucking watch it. Like, yeah. You need to just watch this movie. And I don't know. I, I honestly think your your perception of the entire film will be changed. And I think you'll come out loving it because at the end of the day, this is a movie about two people falling in love and struggling to be with each other. And it's so beautifully done. It, it's... For me, it's it's easily in the hall of fame. I don't think we'll get there, but in my heart, it is. This is a nine point two out of ten for me. Nice. So Alonso, right. okay, take it over.
4: Right. Okay, so, um, I was thinking, what am I gonna say that you guys haven't already said? And I go <laughs> going in last. Oh, okay. No, that's all good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, so we didn't talk at all about the director. Ang Lee, and all the movies he's made. Um, the Hulk. Where Crouching they fit Tiger, Dragon. Look, even the Hulk Jim is Hiden. like, even his Hulk is like, kind of interesting. But, um, <laughs> so for, for for those of you guys out there that are interested in more of his stuff, uh, I think Crouching Tiger is like kind of a masterpiece. Um, if you haven't seen that, go check that out. Um, it's like a beautiful kind of wire-foo movie with an amazing sort of romance story um i think that life of pi is i mean i'll say i think kind of highly underrated um i saw it in the theater and i was really kind of blown away um he has another movie called eat uh eat drink man woman that i saw a long time ago he makes really interesting movies he's all over the place that's what i admire about him you know it's a, a lot of directors and a lot of filmmakers that like one trick ponies yeah, yeah they figure out one thing and they kind of stick with it you know yeah. And sometimes that's cool you know maybe like a Tarantino like comes to West mind and, yeah. you know like Wes Anderson etc yeah. but um, he doesn't give a fuck man he'll make a movie about cowboys having a gay relationship in Wyoming and then he'll make a movie about wirefu you know like sword romance. fighting romance then he'll make a Will Smith doppelganger movie <laughs> then he'll make a movie about an indian kid who survives a shipwreck with a tiger i mean you know it's just uh yeah, he's really a good cool. so go so go check out his movies um then i guess the other thing i would say is um there are before this movie there were a lot of american movies about gay relationships and had themes gay themes and had different tones it's just most of them almost all of them weren't mainstream so um, one movie that I think we didn't talk about that comes to mind is uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch by a filmmaker named Todd Haynes go check that out it's an amazing beautiful movie Um, I saw it in the movie theater when I just started going to college in 1999 I want to say and it blew my mind such a cool movie Um, there's Gus Van Sant who has made a whole lot of movies including like Um, Milk, which is like the Harvey Milk biopic. Um, He's made um, some amazing movies, um, kind of well-known queer cinema, go check him out. There's a guy named Greg Araki, who I've been watching his movies since um, the 90s. So he made this movie called The Doom Generation, um, and it it had a really cool box at the video store. Again, I'm dating myself. But at the video, you know, like when I was a kid, I made my movie renting decisions by the cover on the box of the video store, yeah. right? So, had a really cool box. It was one of the first Rose McGowan movies, um, and then he's made some amazing movies since then. Um, so, go check his movie. That like, there's there's so much out there, and um, if this sort of stuff interests you, like, there's so much to explore. Um, just to build on what you guys are talking about mm-hmm I've I really um I again I think this was this was made for a straight audience um I think what it set out to do it did and it did it really effectively it's what again what I love about it is it's not a movie that has American an American aesthetic right um it's kind of slow like yeah, I'm actually surprised you guys didn't hammer it more on how slow it goes because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of shots that linger. I remember there's a shot at the beginning, um, on Ennis where the train like kind of cuts through the shot, right? Like so, you know, like, there's a train that cuts yeah. through and you see him kind of standing against the office like smoking a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. And I was like thinking to myself like, like this will bore people. <laughs> I, I know this will bore people, but um but that's like just more that's more American cinema, right? Like again, you know, like you go watch movies from around the world and they don't mind lingering on a shot and they don't feel like they need to like, you know, you know, entertain you with like explosions every 5 seconds and like, you know, people are a little bit more comfortable with like making you know that pays off slowly um so honestly for me that's actually a plus um i love seeing movies that take their time and that pay off and some of the best movies i've ever seen are movies that are slow build and pay off into something and and you understand the mechanics of like hey it's not necessarily like you know Capturing your full attention, one hundred percent of the time, always, um, because there's a reason, right? It, pay, it pays off eventually. Um, you know, again, the cinematography is amazing. I think, yeah, we mentioned the music, Gustavo Santo Alaya, who's a, a motherfucker of a musician from Argentina. Go check him out. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of, you know bad things to say about the movie i thought the performances were great um i mean i'll push back against maybe some of the kind of you know um queer critique of the movie um from the standpoint of i mean it it helped me build empathy i don't know what that says about like the larger culture i don't know what that says about me yeah but you know this you know like this was like a this was a movie that like um you know it just kind of resets the conversation in many ways and and around this time like you know the right right wing was using a lot of these themes as like a wedge to get people to vote for them you know <laughs> like mm-hmm. and and like it's like when you watch a movie like this you know all that stuff like fades away all the propaganda all the all the sort of lies and the, all the, the kind of structure that keeps like people down and living in secrecy and hiding something. And, and for what it's just, it's a misery for everyone. Um, so I, I, am not going to take it outside of its context. This is like what, 2005, right? Yeah. Is that right? So it's like, you know, Bush, Bush was the president, you know, the Iraq war, um, uh, you know, kind of Republicans ran the show and they used these things to to wedge people into voting for them and and fear, use fear. Um, And so I feel like this movie probably did some amazing work in resetting all that stuff, which is a positive. Yeah, I'm I'm not like shilling for any political party here. I'm just saying that like, to me, like living in, like living in, Fear, um, you know, for for being the way you are, um, and and you're not hurting other people, right? Um, like that's like abhorrent to me, right? On a personal level. Mm-hmm. So, so when 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 you get this kind of story that resets that um, and takes you out of all the propaganda and all the lies, and and just resets it around something that I think is universal that anyone can understand. Um, you know, I'm 40 years old. I have regrets. You know anyone that says they don't have regrets is lying I don't care <laughs> and um you know you, you know you'd go through things you do things in life or you you don't do things that you wanna do or that you you but you know you sort of rationalize that you can't do them and um that that's something you can I can clearly relate to like you'd even take all the take all of the kind of like sex themes and just kind of focus on even like the Sort of forbidden nature, or like or like you know, someone trying to, not being able to express themselves the way they should. That's something everyone can relate to, and it's it's universal, right? So, you know, all that said, I I mean, I I think it's a, I think it's a, I think it's a fantastic movie, and I love that it has a style that's not like i love that it has a style that doesn't maybe fit in with like the rest of american cinema and of course it was made by someone not from the united states like i'm not kind yeah. <laughs> of surprised about that at the end of the day um shoot guys i i mean you're teasing us a lot so what's the <laughs> i mean, I mean the i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it's a nine and and i hate to say that because like i feel like it's not hall of fame now and it, it, it probably should be like in my opinion it should be um <laughs> But you know, it's I'm like really sorry. hard for me no, to we'll, give we'll a will blame
1: James for that. Don't, don't
4: worry about yeah, it. It's hard for on. me uh, to give a movie, like, like, no, yeah. like. I don't know how to give I don't know. Maybe this is my, I don't know how to, <laughs> instead of I don't know how to quit you, I don't know how to give a movie a 10. But...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I don't All know right, how to we'll do that now. Uh, that brings us to a collective 8.8, just shy of the Fumbler Hall of Fame, but that's Not okay. Shy. <laughs> that's okay. Um this, this shit happened thought- to me
4: last time. <laughs> <laughs> <We would love laughs>
1: exact same thing. The fucking loser hall of fame. Man. I know it's rough. It's so rough. Oh. But it is what it is oh, and that's that's the show. Uh we'd love to know what you guys think about this movie for those of you watching us live at twitchtv tumblers leave us uh your your ratings in the in the chat and for those of you listening to the podcast Um, Let us know. Hit us up on any of our socials. Find all of those at filmfumblers.com. We will see you guys next week on July 3rd for Independence Day. So stay tuned for that. But until next time, guys, happy Pride and cheers. 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 Bye-bye.